Today, I have Nick Fernandez here with us. He is an Ohio State student currently uh, interning at TI Instruments. Nick, welcome to 500 Firms. Tell me about yourself. Hey everyone, um, so I'm Nicolas Fernandez. I was born and raised in Colombia, South America. I recently graduated uh, with a Bachelor's of Science in Electrical Engineering from Ohio State, and I'm also currently pursuing a Master's in Electrical Engineering at Ohio State. I've been heavily involved with many student organizations, primarily with SHIP, the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers. And as of today, I've had um, completed five internships, and I'm currently in my sixth internship with uh, Texas Instruments in Dallas, Texas, as a manufacturing engineer. That is a lot of internships, so you are definitely a pro at the career fair. So, which <laughs> begs the question, everyone's wanting to know, what is your elevator pitch? So, so funny enough, I, I don't believe in elevator pitches. Um, I think that sets um, a lot of robotic type of personality that engineers already get. Um, if we put ourselves in the shoes of a recruiter, he or she is seeing over 100 students uh, throughout the career fair. So you don't want to be one more in the pile that's just saying their name, their major. Um, you want to have it more of a conversation instead of just like preparing an elevator speech. Uh, pitch and sometimes you might get nervous you might forget and then you just start rambling on something else and you just don't look prepared so instead of having something memorized you want to have it more of a conversation I like to think about it like if you're trying to get uh, someone's number trying to take them on a date instead of just like thinking oh I need to get this interview yeah, yeah I like that it's interesting so the philosophy if I understand correctly it's um Think about dating that, that individual. Build a strong rapport, a strong relationship. So when you meet the individual, what do you do with your resume? So compared to a lot of college students, um, I actually like to hold off on it. Um, I know in the career fair throughout my years, I've seen that the first thing someone does is, here you go, here's my resume. I like to keep it um, to myself. So instead of just giving it right away, I like to like have that conversation because what I've seen is that as soon as you give that recruiter your resume, you lose them. So their attention is just start like reading your resume. And even though you're talking, they might even interrupt you in the middle of like your conversation. And in your head, you're like, that's literally just what I was saying. So it's just like, again, going back to dating, um, a girl or a guy is not going to give their number right away. They try to know you a little bit better. And then they're like, okay, here's my number. Yeah, just don't give your resume away. Kind of like have them ask for it after you have like a report, so that they kind of feel good with this conversation, kind of moving forward. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's and it's not like you don't want to think like you don't want to go into like oh my resume is this elite resume type of mentality. No, you're you're still a student and you have a goal in mind. It's just more like have that one on one conversation and have that resume on hand. Like when they ask for it after you have that first conversation. You can give it to them, but don't go in thinking like, like you're this like amazing person that you only have like one resume for the entire career fair. So tell me, what should all interviewees be prepared to answer uh, from any interviewer? My my first one that I've personally seen it throughout all my interviews, and I've seen a lot of my friends is why do you want to work for the company um, during college if you're trying to get an internship. Let's be honest, you just completed your sophomore, junior year, even some first years. You don't have that much technical knowledge. So they're not going to be asking you like many, like they are, but they're not going to be asking like, oh, how to solve this circuit or these like complex things. They just want to get to know your personality and why you would be a good fit. Because at the end of the day, they're going to be teaching you everything you need to know. 
but they just need to see that you have a passion for their company and for what they're doing. So always be ready to answer that. Why do you want to work for our company? Perfect. So you're working at TI Instruments. How did you answer that question? Why do you want to work for, why do you want to work for TI Instruments? So, so for me, um, and this is something that I've answered a lot recently because it's like the beginning of the internship and it's my sixth internship and first one with TI. My response is I was just like fascinated with how they actually make integrated circuits. So my previous internships, I've been working in manufacturing with a lot of big equipment. So for example, one of them was with John Deere. So working with their tractors and some other ones were with Eden. So big, um, high voltage twist gear. But I was just fascinated at how a company can manufacture something that is smaller than your fingerprint. And that's something that I like really try to focus, that I had that passion of learning and that passion of diving in more in their industry. So when you asked that question, it sounded like you usually exuded a lot of confidence and really had a passion of something that was particular of the company. So therefore, it just looked like you were a perfect fit for the position at that point. Yeah, definitely. So my, my recommendation is like one, always try to like, uh, like allude to that personal side of the interviewer so getting like what you're passionate about and trying to align that with the company or something that they might do yeah. but another good one that i've seen is people um might not have like a straight connection to their company or to their product but they just saw something really interested in school or a project that that might be working and they just want to see a different side of it in industry Perfect, perfect. Um, what if they ask the question, are you willing to re re relocate? What would you say? What do you recommend the answer to be? For me, I, I would recommend always, always say that you are willing to relocate um, personally. Um, so, so it's because you don't want to shut that door before it's open. So at times, they might not even give you the offer if you said that you're not willing to relocate. So in my personal experience, I've worked in Indiana, Wisconsin, North Carolina, Georgia, and now in Texas. And that's something that companies um, might have locations throughout the entire country or even the world. But then there's some that just have it in particular places. And if you say, I'm only looking to, let's say, let's go to Florida to like the summer or something like that, and they're in the Midwest, they're not going to give you an offer. But if you say, yes, I'm very interested, they're still going to consider you. And once you have that offer, then you can decide whether or not you want to say yes or no. So your recommendation is say yes to relocation. And then once you get the offer, then negotiate or figure something out down the road. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an easy answer. Yeah, because, yeah. Um, sorry, no, because at the end of the day, an internship is more on the lines of you trying to interview the company and get to more experience in the industry. Um, students, college students should not be going into, I'm looking for a place to have a great summer outside of work. You have to be looking at it as an investment for yourself. Where can I get the most knowledge on the industry, on the equipment that better prepares me when I'm actually applying to those full-time jobs? Not, oh, I'm trying to go to the beach after work every, every day. So it's like an investment on yourself, these internships. Yep, yep. Yeah, just sell, sell yourself. Um, and, and package yourself as, as best as possible. So what if they ask the question, um, have you have you applied? Did you apply to this position before coming, for example, to – have you already applied? So, so I'll be uh, – so my recommendation is you always should definitely apply to the companies before you go to the career fair because that, one, you get to know what the company is about if they were to ask you, why do you want to work for us? Or do you know what we do? You're able to answer. However, that's another, like, I would say, like, 
flag or a red flag if you say you haven't applied they're pretty much just gonna oversee you right then and there i will say i have been guilty when asked have you applied i've said yes even though i have not um however it's just because i know it's just a minor step that i might let's say i'm in a career fair and i didn't know the company was going to come i still want to talk to them i don't want to like stop myself from talking to them because i haven't applied but the only thing is that if you say yes and you have not applied you immediately immediately have to go do that right then and there um, because it's just a minor thing that they won't ask you and if you said no one, it shows that you might not be as interested as the next person in yep, line. Yep. But it's just something as easy as filling your name, filling all these things. But definitely try to do it before you go to career fair. So the recommendation is if they ask you, just say yes, but immediately apply immediately thereafter. There could be a point where they have a computer in the background. So just make sure if they have a computer that you're not saying yes. But yes think about definitely. it. They're going to be so busy for the next two, three hours. So therefore, you have two mm -hmm. or three hour buffer. And they're not going to check really the actual time when you applied or not exactly if you're you know, falsifying information. But yeah. it gives you a step versus all other competition because most likely no one else has applied. So that's a mm -hmm. big, that's a big credit. Yes, incredible that, that is a big thing. Where they'll actually put you on the yes or no, yes or no yeah. AB table, right? Um, how do you wrap up the conversation with the, uh, the actual recruiter? So, so for me, what I've seen in like career first and interviews, um, it might be a little bit awkward after they've asked all the questions, something that I like to do when I see like, there's nothing else that they're asking me and I've already asked all my questions. My go-to at the end is just, have I answered all your questions? That gives them a time to look through the paperwork, see if they have all the information so that either they can reach me after or they can, once they give the information to HR or to the next person, there's no blank. Because let's be honest, they might be interviewing a lot of people and they see that there's something missing. The odds of them reaching out to you, unless you're like a great candidate, yeah. is very low compared, okay, this person has everything we need. Right. So something that I go to at the end, have I answered all your questions? Um, a lot of times, most of the times have been, oh, yes, I have everything I need. But at times I've always seen, oh, actually, like, um, I don't have, like, this piece of information or something like that. Or, oh, I actually forgot to ask you this. So it's very important um, for you to actually ask that. And then after that, um, I either ask for their um, their information, so their business card or um, an email I can reach them at. Okay. This, one, this one's a little bit tricky just because I've heard both sides where, like, you should ask this or you should not ask this unless they want to give it to you. Most of the times, the role they like the first thing that I do once I get to an interview or something they hear. Here you go, like my business card isn't career fairs when sometimes they might just give you an automated HR one. Um, but whatever email you have, you want to follow up with them 12 to 24 hours after you've had that conversation. And something that I recommend is putting some type of information that that person, once they read it, they're like, okay, I remember who Nick is because we talked about this and he said it here. You don't want to have something like, oh, it was nice talking to you in the career fair. The recruiter is going to be, I talked to over 100 people. I, I really, but if you say, hey, it was great talking to you. Like, I really like learning about X, Y, and Z. And they're like, okay, I remember Nick now. Um, so definitely follow up with them. And my other one is that they met a lot of people. Yep. And after the career fair, um, they're going to get a lot of emails just because a lot of people have been catching up on this. Like, you have to follow up. 
So my thing is you want to follow up with them either a week or two weeks after that first one if they have not answered back. If they have, you're good. But if not, it's very easy during this career fair season for your email to just pile on. But if you follow up with them saying, hey, it was nice meeting with you. I just want to know what were the following steps um, on the application process. Do you guys have all my information? Um, so definitely always follow up with them. So hit them up 24 to 48 hours after meeting with them. And then the idea is if they don't respond within one or two weeks, email them again. And then one or two okay. weeks, potentially email them again because you may be in that maybe list. Uh, and I've heard stories as well to where people have emailed them a few times with, with buffer in between because you don't want to be that guy or that girl. <laughs> uh, and then um, the idea is just show, it just shows persistence, uh, which is what some companies want. Um, so, yeah, that could, be, that could be an interesting play. Uh, final question. Um, you know, what is, what is it that you do immediately after the email? So what's your, your recommendation once you do have the, um, interview date set up? Um, what do you, what's your strategy for the interview process? So, um, for me is a lot of the times they, they either give you a time or if you're one of those first people, they actually give a time that you have the availability to, to actually decide what time you want to interview at. I am a believer to getting either the first one or the second interview. Why? Doesn't matter if it's like at 6, 7 a.m. Just because you set the tone, every other person that goes after you, they will compare them to you. So if there's somebody that goes, for example, after me, they'll be like, okay, he had this, but Nick had this. So it's always, you're, I like to think about it, like everybody is competition. Career yeah. first season is it's aggressive. You got to be aggressive. So everybody's competition. So you want to set that tone. You want to set that bar. So everybody that goes after you, they're comparing it to you. So one, you want to, you want to set it up high. You don't want them to be like, okay, this one's like way better than Nick, way better than Nick. Um, so you want to set it high. So that's why I always recommend get the first, the first interviews of the day. So by them comparing you, not only are they just comparing against your interview, but they're also thinking about you versus everyone else every single time. Yeah. And so that's, that's a huge win to be yeah. off mine at that point. Yeah, and then it's same as a career fair. You don't want to show up to the career fair at the end of the day. They're tired. At the beginning, I was the type of person um, that I would schedule the last one, three, four o'clock, or like right after lunch. They're a regular human being. They're tired after asking the same questions yeah. over and over and over. Early in the morning, they're fresh. They haven't seen anyone, and you're right there, and you're the first person they're going to be thinking about. Nice. I like it. I like it. Nick, I want to thank you so much for your time. This is extremely helpful, and... Uh... Hope to see you back at school. No problem. All right. Talk to you soon, man. Thanks so much. All right.